podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sudabe, and today I am with John Gasco, an artist here in St. Pete. Did I say that right? You said that as it should be said. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. I know we had that conversation before. I was like, oh, well, let me see how I actually pronounce this. Right, yeah. Um, I've had people pronounce it every kind of way. I was born in Puerto Rico, so I grew up saying Gascot. Mm-hmm. Um, then when I came to the States, when I was like 13, people started saying Gascot, and I didn't correct them. So to be honest, I feel like a dickbag to just go up to somebody and be like, oh, no, 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 no. This is how it's, you know. But if somebody catches it mm-hmm. from the beginning... We're good to go. I like to make sure that I say people's names properly. I'm always very, very, like, freaked out if I mispronounce it. Especially with a name like mine and, like, just having to, like, go through school or people are like, my classmates, a lot of them I went through my whole schooling with. So by the senior year, they're like, it's Sudabe. Like, they were so sick and tired. Right, right. I didn't have to say anything. I was just here. But also you're broadcasting and stuff. So it's... You know, you want to get it right. Exactly. If you're going to be, like, broadcasting and talking to people, you should be getting people's names right. For sure. I try my best. Yes. So forgive me if I ever get it wrong and I'm broadcasting about (laughs) you guys. (laughs) So I guess let's start with how long have you been doing art? Has this been, like, your whole life thing? Yeah, my whole life I've been artistic. I started out, like, I would draw and write little stories and stuff like that. And then in high school I got really into... I continued writing and really into theater, Ooh. and so I went to Fordham and Lincoln Center to for acting and playwriting. Okay. And um, and then from there, I ended up when I went back to like the Jersey area, Pennsylvania. Um, I ended up doing beauty makeup, and then I ended up doing drag and performing that way, and. Um, then when we purchased our first home around 97, 98, uh, in Northeast Pennsylvania, there wasn't much of a call for makeup artists. Mm-hmm. So we partnered up with somebody um, and opened up an art gallery. And I would paint while I gallery, gallery sat. And eventually the paintings made it onto the walls and they made it onto, into people's homes. And so I've been doing that ever since oh wow a long time that's a long yeah, yeah. that's because i mean i'm talking to a lot of artists who are like oh i've like i've been a full-time artist for like a year or something like right that. yeah and but it's like it's fun to talk to people who've yeah. been doing it for like so, a very long time so i was also i don't try to pretend that it just happened uh-huh. yeah. you know there were many times when my job was basically you know doing the gallery work that's where i worked at and um my husband at the time was the main breadwinner Mm -hmm. and there are many times when i you know said should i take this job or that job and he always insisted that no i should yeah so it that definitely played a huge deal in me being able to devote myself and make a name for myself and be seen and go you know having that support yeah and i always when they asked me to talk to like kids or college students and stuff I'm always like it's not it's really easy to romanticize being an artist you know but it's not that you know and it's i would say i paint about a third of the time the rest of the time i'm doing you know website stuff promoting Fun. doing my online store stuff Events. you know what i mean so you have to do all that yeah. stuff too there's that's the business side of it yeah. so you're a very busy bee because you're right. Like, I see uh, your TikTok, by the way, like, reviewing the horror movies. I love them. <laughs> oh, good. I'll make more <laughs> of those. I love those. I, I think those, those are so hilarious. But, yeah, you're doing those, which I find absolutely hilarious. Um, you're doing your events. You have mm-hmm. that going on. So, yeah, you really are doing more than just kind of, like, sitting there painting all day. Yeah. And, and I try nice to keep though. up. Like, again, like, people are like, oh, I'm too old for TikTok. No, forget that. I'm going to see what it's about. It's another it's another way to get yourself out there so like for example i'm a huge horror fan and i i've come to learn that like hashtag horror talk Mm -hmm. is a segment of tiktok so if i do these which is something i'm already into yeah i might gain more 
followers yeah. that way and then hopefully they'll see me you know i also make videos making art mm -hmm. or whatever That's gardening right, yeah. whatever florida centric kind of stuff so mm -hmm. i love too that it's like when i talk to artists you we think artists and we think oh all they've ever done in their life is like paint and draw mm -hmm. but you guys are very like varied in your artistic talents like mm -hmm. you know like you said you did drag which is like very artistic mm -hmm. in and of itself you know you did uh makeup and, and yeah. you did that professionally writing right. which you know i didn't realize either that derek he's like yeah i really love to write yeah you know you two need to get together um we're constantly together <laughs> you're like enough is enough that's my <laughs> wait what are what are we just BBFs, we're best bitches forever. Yeah. I was like, you can't say that. I have to put it out mm -hmm. there. I don't want you canceled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he really cares. He doesn't. Though. He no. doesn't. But I still don't. Yeah, no. He's like, I don't get canceled. I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, you know, they, they there's always somebody out there who wants to be hurt. There is always that someone you know. that's going to try. But I find it's very interesting that, like, we, we want to put you guys in, like, yeah. this box of oh well all they do is paint and you guys do so much mm -hmm. more than that yeah i always i've always felt that i would have been happy in any given career as long as it was creative mm -hmm. if you put me behind a desk to do like data entry or something repetitive like i'm just gonna wither away yeah but if i can be creative in it yeah yeah it's uh, funny how um most people are like oh yeah desk job like you know, you, like, play that, like, yeah. as a kid. And, you, like... and some people, right, like, I remember playing with, like, the old calculator things, the desktop calculators. Mm -hmm. Like, if my mom would bring one home and I'd play, like, I was cashier or something. Yeah. Like, that was so exciting as a kid. I know, and then you get to be an adult. And then you're like, an actual cashier and you're like. Yeah, I don't think, I, I when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I would love a desk job and, like, working in an office and around office supplies. And I love all of those things. I remember one year for Christmas, I asked for office supplies, and my mm -hmm. mother was like, "No, absolutely not." Like, yeah. Um, but when I got older, I was like, "I hate this." Yeah. It's like I hate this so much. And I'm sure there are people who really enjoy it because that's just how their brain works, mm -hmm. you know. Like, for example, my husband and I tried to. Well, he succeeded. I did not. I tried to do sewing, and we got sewing machines. And because I was like, oh, I could make my own clothes, yeah. especially I, I don't like to dress like average. Mm -hmm. I like things that are kind of gender neutral and yeah. stuff like that. Things that you don't necessarily find at the mall. And he was making pants and all kinds of things. And I was ready to throw my sewing machine out the fifth story balcony because I made this one dress. It was like a house dress for my mom. And she would have had to be like a circus performer with like one teeny tiny arm and one tremendous arm and yeah because it requires a certain type of thinking and it's technical mm -hmm. and it's the same as baking i'm a great cook but i'm not a good baker because you have to be precise Very, yep yep so yeah yeah my grandparents are like that my grandmother baked my grandfather did all of the cooking mm -hmm. and, that's and that's why i don't enjoy realism in art, now, I enjoyed it. For, I enjoy it from other artists. Again, depending what they do with the realism, because mm -hmm. I feel like realism is a skill. Yeah, it's what you do with that. And um, but it, it's you know I watch my colleagues who are like painstakingly doing like just this one bit of shading for like days, mm -hmm. and I'm like my mind would blow up. And then like if we do like uh, we used to have like live model. Uh, nights and stuff like that okay. and um and then if i post those pictures people are like you did that I'm like yeah i can do it i just you it's not how to. i like to express myself mm -hmm. because i get stuck on that detail and it just it becomes boring for me yeah like uh jamesy um and uh, oh my goodness his lines are just always so straight and precise mm -hmm. i was like i don't know how he he does it yeah yeah we have such a great mix of artists here oh, even just I, within our building, I, that's part of what I love yeah. about the studios. I, I can't walk in there without spending like $80 on like <laughs> stickers. Or yeah. I think the last time we walked in there, um, I got like, it was, it's just, it's this vampire woman. And um, I was like, I have to have that. And I walked in there and I was like, can I purchase that? And I just A walked. vampire woman. I'm it's sure. in. Was it? Incredible. Was it when we had Lena's? Oh, oh, Intactus. Yes. That's yes. Uh, that's Casey. He's amazing. Oh, that's kind of who I was thinking when I was saying about like 
the detail of yes. shading and that yeah i had to have it and i like walk out with like this big print he's like why are you always like i can't leave he's you. an amazing artist yeah just like yeah it's and i think that's part of people what people love about 5663 our studios are at studios at 5663 in pinellas park and i we have 11 art studios and each one is so different from the next that i think people really so i'm very careful when like if a studio becomes available we we have a wait list i always advise when people inquire i'm like put your application in it doesn't Mm -hmm. cost you anything but then when something become becomes available then I can pull all those out and review. So, like, you don't automatically, because you're in that list, you're not in a numbered list. What we do is we, you know, we take out what's there and mm-hmm. see what's the best fit okay. at that time. Because if we have two or three photographers, maybe it doesn't make sense to have another one yeah. in the mix. If we have three people who are doing realism, maybe we need an abstract artist. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, you know, and right now we have everything i mean i can talk about the artist whenever but <laughs> well i mean no i thinking back yeah you guys really have a very varied select group of artists over there and they don't really seem to like repeat no each other. um i manage the building and i'm the curator for the building and so we have uh one of our latest artists is trish wild for art wild the number four uh art and she does um landscapes and she does wildlife recently she she's now she's like a bob ross certified so you can go and like learn to do those paintings and like once it's very cute um and at the time we didn't have anybody really doing traditional so i was like that's a good fit you know just to keep it well-rounded um we have myself who does Latin pop art and abstracts. We have Casey who does a realistic like style, but he does it with a twist and, and his paintings have this, he actually uses like concrete, like um, not like pouring concrete, but uh-huh. it, it comes in like a tub or cement. I, I forget which one it is. And, and he preps the canvas with that first. So it gives it that aged, cracked i would like say he's like very like fantasy realism yeah everything has an air of like fantasy oh for sure to it for sure and he does a lot of stuff based on goddesses and things Mm -hmm. like that and i would say 99 percent of the time his paintings are from real models that posed for those he was telling me about that yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so he's very fantasy based and we have vanderloop and vanderloop is kind of like a I call it like a post-apocalyptic retro-futurism because he kind of uses things that are vintage but they're... That's a good way to describe him. Very environmental, I think. He has the bears and the bees mm-hmm. in his paintings. Yeah. Very, I feel, anti-war, mm-hmm. uh, even though there's depictions of, of weaponry and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we have... Gianna Pergamo, who does the amazing animal people. She uses vintage a lot of time. For the most part, it's like vintage advertisements. And then she takes those images that she likes and she matches them up with different animals. And then she like scans and resizes till it all comes together. And then she collages it together and creates like a whole scene. So it'll be like shopping panda or dj moose or and they're amazing they're amazing they're very they're very cute i like her stuff a lot um um i guess like since we're like we're on the topic of the studio there the, yeah. how did the studios at 5663 like come to be um so back oh god i've been there seven years so however many years back that was um the city of pinellas park had this thing called better block and it was an event where they blocked off like like from like 56 to 57th street and they brought in these storage containers these pods mm-hmm. and they got artists to take over them and you could do an installation you could do a gallery you could do a shop and they had music and it was like to test out how the arts 
might be received by the community and stuff like that and then utilize that in the revitalization of the city because obviously we know Pinellas Park comes with a reputation yeah and um Pinellas Park doesn't have the beach it doesn't have downtown so the arts um it's like a really good way to do that and in the years that we've been there there's been like new homes coming up and stuff like that so uh i was offered to be a part of the studios and um so we have schwartz uh who's a sculptor who's there we have pompeii monster factory vince makes amazing clocks out of silverware and found items and stuff like that and his wife melissa is a great painter um we have derek donnelly in yep. the cove and we know he's an amazing muralist yep. and painter and he brings in different entertainers and different artists from all over the country really um and so i you know we all kind of manage each part of we're kind of like the founding fathers, if you will, of, of the arts movement in Pinellas Park, you yeah. know. Are you, like, scared? I don't, I feel like the St. Pete art scene and, like, the Pinellas Park, Pinellas Park art scene, like, they're obviously very different. Yeah. We know what it's like. I feel like. I know exactly where you're going. Like, Am I scared that it's going to go away? Yeah. Because it, the prices are going to go up. Well, and like, all are that you also stuff. scared that Pinellas Park will, in a sense, follow in the footsteps of kind of how St. So Pete's So we going. are, we work very closely with uh, council people mm -hmm. and the mayor and everybody. And they're very supportive of the arts movement in Pinellas Arts. And so far... Two of the buildings uh, have been acquired by, or are in the process of being mm -hmm. acquired, I should say, by Derek and Vince, and at one point, hopefully myself, um, in order so that not only do they as a city not have to be landlords, because it's a lot of extra yeah. man hours and all that, but so that... Um, it retains an arts district. So part of the part of the uh, requirement, if you do happen to get approved to purchase one of those buildings, is that it must be used in an art artful manner. Okay, or some type of art capacity. Yeah, yeah. it can't just become a shoe store, mm -hmm. or you know, so. Um, and then we also have, hopefully, Masteries uh, are in the process of, yeah, of doing that. a thing there. So it's, you know, it's really, it's important to us to keep it art-centric. And that mm -hmm. even even with Pride, which we have, uh, so we have our nonprofit called Diversity Arts. Yes. And we do a lot of free programming for all ages, but we uh, concentrate on youth, mm -hmm. especially underserved youth. So that's LGBTQ, communities of color. Uh, low income but we encourage everybody because I believe there's an importance in kids of privilege creating mm -hmm. alongside yeah. kids who are not so that they learn from an early age like we're all the same kind yeah. of thing um, but we two years ago organized the first pride festival ever in the city of Pinellas Park so it was it was pride month and I was like why don't we do this show and then why don't we do that and why don't and all of a sudden, I was like, oh, shit, am I, am I throwing a festival here? Is that what I'm doing? I'm throwing pride. And uh, I said, let's go for it. You know, I've never written a letter of sponsorship. I've never, I just looked it up. I learned from what little I, I knew from being a volunteer uh, or being on the steering committee at Equality Florida. Mm -hmm. And then I went over to come out to St. Peter. And then at that time, I was like, well, you know, these are great organizations, but I have my own organization to yeah. grow. What am I doing? You know, yeah. so... Uh, so we, you know, it's local history, but we made a little bit of history by having the first. And they, you know, they had offered England Brothers Park to me because it is bigger and mm -hmm. there is a half shell state. But the it we're not trying to do St. Pete Pride. We're trying to keep it art centric yeah. and more, more intimate. And like a festival that's a couple of blocks long is plenty big for us. I don't want artists our artists to have to pack up 
go to a park, set up a tent, and then try and get people back to their studios on a separate day. I want them to come, enjoy the festival, go in to get out of the heat, mm -hmm. check out the studios, all of that, you know. So we, we offer a very, if there are ever rumors out there, which there are not, but people like to cause drama between mm -hmm. festivals and yeah. stuff like that, we will never be trying to do St. Pete or Tampa Pride. As a matter of fact, I, I got it finally together for this year. We're doing it on May 20th. So Tampa does March, we do May, and then St. Pete does. So you can do all the festivals. Oh, there I did like no I always wondered like why they were like kind of separated. Yeah. Um I guess now it's like just kind of like Yeah, in the past we had June everybody. and it was because of when we were able to Well, the first year was June because that's just what you think you're supposed to do. Yeah. And then last year it was June because we brought in Coco Montrees from Drag Race and that was when I could book her. Mhm. Mm uh, and then this year we're going to do May and we're working with uh, Ginger Minge, also of Drag Race, to be our special guest. We have Daphne Ferraro coming back to be our host. She's amazing. And I know I've confirmed Aquarius as one of our performers. He was amazing last year. Mm -hmm. And I think um, Daphne as the show director is going to uh, pick who the other two are. Nice. Two or three. Are, are we going to see you getting sick? Not in drag, no. <laughs> Maybe if I take a trip to Mexico and get some work done. <laughs> Bring the old gal back, yeah. Yeah, you said you like you do that for a little while. I, I like, didn't. Oh. I did it for like a decade. I used to do pageants and everything. Wow. My name, my name was Misdemeanor. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> and 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 she was very. You're not allowed to say the f word anymore, but she was very. Let's say passing, which is not something that should be of importance mm -hmm. but that was the scene at the time and okay. that's what got a lot of praise the more you know the closest you could the biggest delusion mm -hmm. um that was the thing at the time uh and i had a great time doing it i mean but you know the the, the legs just ain't what they were and uh, i mean I'm, I'm not saying i would never bring her back just for for fun it's certainly not going to be outdoors in the summer so don't expect her at pride bring her back bring <laughs> her back i'm like kind of like i'm just like very excited for all the stuff that's happening within the community because yeah. it's like you know this is like the year like i bring a little kid into this world so it's like yeah. i'm just so excited just to be like when like they're older and like hey we're gonna go like you can see this and you can experience yeah. this and this and i'm just isn't it crazy that there are people out there trying to attack people who are just entertaining or supporting youth like yeah. the people who are trying to um make drag illegal or parents to be charged with abuse like it's so so crazy that in this day and age and i think really it's a sign that you can't stop progress yeah like i know we get scared you know mm -hmm. these things come up and we're like oh my god am i gonna lose these rights am I? but at the same time it's like this is happening because they realize that the future looks more like us than them yeah and that means skin color gender all of that well scientists have already deemed that like i forgot what year they said but they gave a specific year they're like the amount of children who are of mixed race is mm -hmm. going to be much higher than what we've seen because i mean like just, it's happening more and more yeah like it's you know it, it's it's commonplace now it's not i mean taboo. my family just for, well just from being puerto rican plain and simple because we have hispanic we have taino indigenous indian and we have african blood from the slaves my family is like every color of from the lightest of light to the darkest of dark on my father's side yeah um and um then you add to that that it's not as big a deal now you just fall in love with whoever you fall in love with yeah. and you make a baby um i think those those bigots are just terrified that you know it's it's definitely it's it's changing but like there's like things like i'm excited about like you know like Pride. I think mm -hmm. pride can be a very fun thing to bring a child to. Mm -hmm. um, they have plenty of like, they have like family days now. I know St. Pete Pride does right. family yes. days. It's like, you know, it's, 
it is something to experience with your kid, and I think those conversations have to be had these days. Yes. And I think bringing them out to something like St. Pete Pride right. is the best way to, in a sense, introduce that. Because yeah. certain days are very family-focused. Now, I remember my first St. Pete Pride, <laughs> I was seeing a lot of stuff. Right, and <laughs> that, I will say, I'll probably get some pushback for this, Uh and maybe it makes me a, a like the get off my loan yeah. kind of gay, but we, we want to have it both ways sometimes, mm-hmm. and we want acceptance, and we want it to be that it's not a big deal that everybody can come and celebrate with me. Well, then I don't want to see, um, let's say, and this doesn't go for all the pups, but when I marched, I had. I painted the Nomad bus mm-hmm. for uh, for the Pulse okay. tragedy. And the pups in front of us had tails, if you catch my mm-hmm. drift. Yeah. And they weren't just on a belt. And, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, can't you save that for, like, the after party? Yeah. Like, doesn't have to be part of, or, or just a different kind of event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then there's the argument, well, pride wasn't meant for people to bring kids. Well, you know what? Even we have kids now. Yeah. So there's a lot of opinions. I, you know, my only, and I don't kink shame. I don't, I just, you know, I don't like to give the opposition uh, fuel mm-hmm. and be like, no, you're doing something inappropriate in front yeah. of a child. Because that it doesn't matter what your orientation is. I would have something yeah. to say if there was a child near something like that i think even like with the whole like drag queen thing it's like if there's a drag queen performing in a club a club is not a place for a child but if it's at pride or there's something and it's family centered i don't necessarily think that's the biggest no kids think drag queens are like princesses yeah they don't it's all make-believe and dress and 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 fun and we have kids at our at pride at the village and daphne talks to them like it's adorable it's mm-hmm. so it's so great but those conversations are, are going to be needed to have more and more with the generations after oh yeah because i mean it's it's mainstream now it's it, like it's yeah. just it it is this is this is the society um and yeah. you know it's, it's funny because i want to do a coloring book of like <gasps> go for it like i'm gonna say nancy but i don't know what the name is gonna mm-hmm. be but like say nancy goes to pride and it's like with her two moms or two dads and like you get to color the drag queens and all the costumes i think that would be like a cool fun thing yeah um so i just i think we need to teach children that like this is the way certain people like want to live their lives and that's okay absolutely you know and it's you do you they do them and it's you know it's entertainment in an art form it's not it's you know what it's all tactics Mm-hmm. it's all scare tactics well i like to say it's like why can't we all like just agree to disagree on some things because at the end of the day like us like arguing about who is right who is wrong and you have to listen to me or listen to you is just dividing us mm-hmm. and isn't that what like it's easier to rule over well we do that divided. amongst ourselves yeah <laughs> amongst like liberals or progressive people or lgbtq or communities of color you know there's communities i know within my own latino there's homophobia within the gay community there's transphobia and racism within uh within the feminisms there's the turfs the trans exclusion Mm -hmm. you know uh if we just put all that shit aside and we put our difference there's already more of us like we're doing their job for them we're doing the bigots jobs for them coming at each other and holding each other back and down so i don't know it's i guess then like how would you like your art in a sense to be either whether it's like that that voice piece through your art or whether it's just kind of there starting a conversation how would you in a sense like your art to be you know, a, a part of that mission to create right. more unity. So I always say that my art is all about representation and inclusion, mm-hmm. and it's meant to start conversations. Uh, I think that it's easier to start a conversation if you have a chuckle about something, or something looks kind of cute. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not that artist that's like, oh no, my art is not cute. My my art can be very cute. Like it's part of what it. You know. It's trying to like start conversations in a way that's not so, I don't know. It's, it's, um, 
it's approachable and it's um what's the word that i'm looking for not reachable um not attainable use the word strong it's it's approachable it's um anyway i'm gonna move on because i'm stuck on that it's gonna come to me later at the windex or something and uh uh it's not it's non-threatening i try to make art okay. that's not threat every now and then i i put in something that's for a little shock value sure i have i, I have donald trump us one you right i have i have the s and m uh mm -hmm crucifixion piece that got me a lot of like hate mail and, and people cussing me out on the internet and to be honest when people do that like if i make a painting that ever offends you this is for anybody out there who's probably not listening to this because it's probably more uh open-minded people that listen yeah. to this but whenever somebody says something horrible about me online i'll just go over there and i'll give it a little heart I just won't engage with it like I won't have an argument with you but just so that you know like it's just so that gives you that little dig of yeah. like oh I didn't get to him yeah damn it but um I the Trump one got me a death threat Jesus. it did some dude on Facebook was like where are you I'm oiling my gut my this and the other oh, and people God. are like you have to report it you have to report it and I'm like I'm not gonna report it this guy's full of it I'm sure he does this, and they're like, no, no, I'll report it, because you never know. And I reported it, and to be honest, I'm very much for the police, but the two individuals that came to my house that night were, like, doing me a big favor, and that's how they acted anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're like, well, you know this is provocative stuff. And I'm like, excuse me, are you, like, telling me that I wore a skirt that was too short to the <laughs> bar, and I got, like, is that, yeah. like, that I'm asking for it? Just do, do your, your job. job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just do your job. But anyway, um, so yeah, I do throw those things out there every now and then. But for the most part, they're meant to just start conversations and they're kind of approachable and um, I think friendly to the eye. They're colorful. They're sometimes tongue in cheek. So I'm all about starting conversations and I like painting people also that are, or characters, I make them into characters, that are the people that most try to avoid so maybe somebody who's asking for change you know i feel like everybody deserves to be honored and, mm -hmm. and represented interesting and that's how i like to you know um when i did the mural downtown for the league mm -hmm. of women's voter women voters that was for the last election and i had james herzl help me yep. with the lettering I strongly believe it's not cheating. Lettering is not my thing. So why not bring in somebody and support a fellow artist? Well, I think it was a good mural that talked about like community and diversity. Right. So having someone collab with you, I think was probably... That too, yeah. yeah. And for me, the intention was that everybody should be able to find themselves in it. But obviously mm -hmm. I can't paint everybody yeah. unless they let me wrap around the building. Yeah. And so I left a spot where you could insert mm -hmm. yourself into it. I think he did a pretty good job of like being like someone's gonna find themselves and that's what I, I did you know. different sizes yeah Daphne Ferraro's in it that was my yeah. inspiration for the drag queen there's dudes there's different colors there's ladies um I think for the most part it's you know I don't know why people don't use that more for like their I vote pictures and I'm like city <laughs> of St. Pete you're like like literally you're being lame about it like if you're gonna like post that you voted why don't you just go use like a mural that like literally is built for that like right. get it together like maybe they're not near downtown you know although we drive. are we're all... <laughs> drive i don't care you guys can drive to go down there to drink and all that crazy yeah, you stuff. heard it like... here first folks next election let's go snap snap like it's there like i mm -hmm. would pictured our our older dog Lucci there and yes. uh, like every election season I just want to use that picture over and over because he's just like he, just, he, he got pictured there so perfectly yeah. and like he was like his like little snout was right over the bubble and just, yeah I love that picture of him and thank goodness uh James does the mural tours 
So he catches any time occasionally yeah. when it gets tagged or something, and he gives it a little shush. That's next so to the Emerald. <laughs> Come on, in bar Jesus. five four eight. Okay. People are getting drunk, but and the Emerald I mean, in bar five four eight contains all of the artists and all of the true. Groups, so they know better. Well, I don't give anyone any slack. Taggers aren't slack always. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Tag. I'm gonna just say taggers aren't always artists. They're defacing stuff. Go create something, you know, meaningful that's not on somebody else's work oh that's supposed to have some work. Yeah. There, I said it. We had we keep had, it on trash cans. Yeah. Yeah. We had we had, come get me. I'm at Studios five six six three. Well, funny enough. Well, even Derek, who comes from that culture, was yeah. painting the other day down at Bloom, and he's like, "Guys, let this one ride out for a couple of days, yeah. please." Yeah. Like, There's no reason to go. No. There's so many walls. Yeah. But whatever. It's funny part enough, of what it is. we ran into an issue with one of the taggers at one of like the uh, four Saturday art walks. Yeah. Like we had a booth over there, and we had someone who was like, like covering all of like our stickers and stuff like that. And mind you, that has, again, our old dog's face on it. He's right. He's unfortunately gone. Right. So those, in a sense, like, are, like, our memorials yeah, to him. Yeah, leave it alone. And, you know, my partner, that's, that's, he raised that from, that's mm -hmm. his baby. He was furious when that mm -hmm. was happening. Well, the guy who was doing it decided he wanted to be big and bad. Mm. And let me just tell you, uh, Cody told him really quickly, it ain't, no, this mm -hmm. isn't going to happen. And <laughs> he never... Never touch those stickers again. I don't think anyone in the city of St. Pete who was there that night will touch those stickers. <laughs> I just don't. It's not productive. It's it's like you're flexing. It's kind of like a got to me. It's kind of like mm -hmm. when a guy has a monster truck. And the first thing that comes to mind is how teeny weeny he must be. Like, to me, it's that kind of flexing on mm -hmm. somebody else's artwork. Some, something that they... This takes some two seconds yeah and and it's being put on something that literally took people weeks yeah sometimes yeah. and just just come talk to us we'll give you you know come talk to me come talk to derek we'll find you somewhere to be creative yeah i thought there was like some code too like as far as like graffiti artists go where like there's like certain levels to it and like probably i'm not from that scene but I have to, you know, I wouldn't be able to speak on that, but yeah. I know that, I don't know. I just, it, it feels like defacing to me. Yeah. Just to put your. That one just like gets so much like crap sometimes. I'm like. What? Just pee on my mural. <laughs> we can watch it like <laughs> and move on. I mean, which it already does because it's next to the bars. Yeah. Trust me, when we're painting that, it was still warm and it would be like after it rained, like. It was like it would reactivate the ground and the mist of urine, which is, <gasps> it was nasty. That's, that, that And James would go and be like finding needles and stuff. <gasps> that's stuff that happens when you're a muralist, you know, like. I like kind of want to do just like a book or something like that, where it's just a collection of like crazy stories. That would be your, cool. Like, cause I imagine. You guys. Like have the mural and the story of it. Yes. That would be a great book. Yeah. I might, I might like cut this one. Yeah. Yeah, cut it. There's a lot of thieves in this city. Oh, yeah. They know who they are. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. You can come find me, too. I'm usually out in the city. So I did want to talk to you a little bit about a lot. You do a lot of work with children. Yes. Like you said, you, you, know, you like to kind of, um, you know, bring art to them and things like that. Why is that so important to you? So, in 2016, I guess it was? No, not 2016. Yeah, I guess that was that election when the orange turd mm -hmm. won. And so we still had like our Hillary and, and local people mm -hmm. sign out maybe a couple of days past. And we yeah. got like a hate letter from a neighbor. Anonymously, of course. And they went all the way to Tampa to mail it. So it wouldn't be, you know, I if don't know. If you're going to, like, speak how you feel, just, say it with your chest. Put your name down. Like. Yeah, yeah. So in any case, we ended up getting what what their purpose was, like, they wanted me to, like, take that flag down. They want us to kind of hide. They wanted, 
and it's meant to intimidate. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm painting the damn house rainbow. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, my husband talk, talked me down to maybe <laughs> like the garage door. <laughs> but we had a lot of online support, and, mm-hmm. and people wanted to come and help and stuff like that. And um, so I had like a meet and greet because I really wanted to like shake these people's hands and be like, you know what? We have your back too. Yeah. Um, and they wanted to create something with me, but in the process, I was like, you know what? I think what I really want to do is channel this and work and, and aim it towards youth to equip them with the self-confidence mm-hmm. to not be intimidated when and if probably when this does yeah. happen, whether it's homophobia, whether it's, uh, misogyny, whether it's uh, racism, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, so that it's something that doesn't just stop you in your tracks, but something that you're able to like get over that hump yeah. and turn it towards. So what this person actually did was the opposite of what they wanted because they sparked something that's benefiting all the people that they're bigoted about. Yeah. Um, and that really was the reason. And because I wish I had resources like mm-hmm. that when i was a kid you know um i i like to we always offer a safe space for them to be who they are do you like how often do you offer those we try workshops to, and classes yeah we try to do it monthly okay right now i'm working towards scheduling like a calendar of them okay, nice yeah nice yeah i think it's just like so important for like kids to just even be exposed to art mm-hmm Oh, yeah. Because, you know, like, we can sit here and debate about whether it's true or not, but we know, like, they are taking it out of schools. Like, it's not. I remember having an art class. I walked to a classroom. Right. Did art for Mm -hmm. however long that was. And, you know, and, like, that was my schooling. And um, it's, like, that's not... A thing. Like in in schools anymore, yeah. like if they even have art teachers, like an art teacher is going around with just a tiny right. little cart, and they're going yeah. to the classrooms, and it's like kids need time to be creative. Mm-hmm. And so I think the more and more, like, yeah, we usually do like yeah two to three hour workshops, yeah, um, and we try to make it so that it's kind of like self exploring and expressive, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, I usually like parents can come and either drop their kids off or they can hang out in another part of the studios. Mm-hmm. They can go and check out the studios and stuff. But mm-hmm. I ask for them not to be in the room because I like kids to be kids yeah. with each other. And there are times when if a parent is sitting there with you, you know, you clam up and yeah. you don't really let loose and we want them to be expressive. Yeah, parents, so. I love you, but you guys are pain in my hide. <laughs> I, like, worked with kids for a little bit, and I, I taught martial arts and, and things like that, and I worked all the kids' programs. Yeah. And I remember one time, like, I would have parents come up and, like, tell me, like, well, I need you to do more sit-ups with my kid because, like, you know, like, my kid's round. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, like, your kid does more in class than you do in your adult class over Right. There. Like, I work these kids harder than you get worked as an right, adult. Right, right. The issue is, what are you feeding them at home? Right. Or, like, a parent being like, well, her form's not right. I'm like, well, when you fight in the ring and you have a North American title belt, you can tell me what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. There was, like, one day I just went off on all the parents. And I'm like, you guys right. are annoying. You guys are the problem. <laughs> like, and it came to the point where I was like, I think I need the parents to leave. Right. They can't stay anymore. No, I was like, they're the problems. Yeah. I was like, you're kidding. And not all of them, of course. But, you know, like, I had these two, and I haven't seen them in a while, and I, I hope they're doing okay. These, uh, well, one was non- gender or Mm non-binary and then the other if i remember identified as a girl and um at first the bomb would always hang around and they were very reserved and one time Mm -hmm. when i finally decided like i don't want the parents to be Mm -hmm. in the room with the kids while they're working um this kid ended up like leading a sing-along to bohemian rhapsody because we had like it was amazing it was like night and day i think sometimes too a parent just like stepping away from like kids need room to breathe yeah and just kind of like sometimes kids will kind of like blossom when they're left to themselves Mm -hmm. you know and really they're like there's no one like oh that's kind of unsafe like oh you know right they just they have they have they're on their own they gotta figure it out mom and i can't help you yeah 
you know, especially if they're like shy. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but shy ones, you might want to right sometimes maybe put them out there, <laughs> like, and then be like, "Mom's gone." Yeah, you know, that's that's a lot of what I was a very very shy child. Like I couldn't even ask for water. I was oh, like, wow. I would just sit there and dehydrate. Like I was <laughs> petrified, and um, that's what my dad did. He th- would he threw me to the wolves. Yeah, you know, and. That really backfired on him. Because <laughs> now I might be, you know, my mom's like, do you really need to be so aggressive in this right? moment? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I do, mom. I, you know what? I don't <laughs> mind being that person that's too much. Yeah. It's who I am. Like, I'm miserable if I, if yeah. I try. When, if, if I'm told to tone it down, mm-hmm. I'm so miserable that I'm like, then just tell me you don't want to deal with me. Yeah. You can ask Cody. Telling me to tone down isn't going to help the situation. <laughs> no. I'm just going to tell you to shut up. Yeah. Like, you know. Just, oh, I'm sorry. You said what? <laughs> like, that I should what? <laughs> oh, you know, I think, like, I was in, um, I was in Kawa, and I was trying to settle, like, appointments for, like, an ultrasound, and, and like, the like, guy was just being dumb. He was mm-hmm. being dumb. Okay? And I was, like, I was, like, I'm just, I'm just so fucking pissed right now. Like, how can you not fucking get my name? And Cody's, like, we're in public. I was, like, they see me all the time. I don't care what these people think about me. Like, you know, like, I'm in yeah. here 24-7, and they all know me by name. Yeah. Like, you know, like, this is annoying. All of it. I'm probably going to get questions about it on Thursday. Like, why were you so mad on Tuesday? And he's like, because people are dumb. Yeah. And this is what happens when you're people dumb. People are dumb. It's <laughs> like, true. Like, can't, I can't help you there. Um, so I also want to talk to you a little bit about the fourth Saturday Art Walk. Yes. How did that come to be? What do you really want it to be? And how can we as a community help you get there? Okay. So that came to be because we are not – we're on one of the busiest roads you are but it's not like say downtown where there are stoplights Mm -hmm. and people have to slow down people are zooming Mm -hmm. through that road people aren't really walking that road so in spite of being on one of the uh busiest roads we don't really benefit from daily foot traffic Mm And maybe we wouldn't want to, because that's another thing. You know, it's a very unique space. Some people would like to have it be very retail-y. Some people like to be left alone to work. Mm-hmm. So we're more event-based. Okay. So everybody has an art walk. Um, so the trick was finding what Saturday somebody didn't have one. So the fourth Saturday uh, started as an art walk. We call it a block party, just to give it a little bit of a diff- – but it's an art walk. Mm-hmm. And um, – I book different vendors. Everything's handcrafted or locally sourced, or we don't have MLMs mm-hmm. um, or mass-produced kind of items. Uh, the only time we have any sort of corporate businesses is for Pride, and that's a privilege that we give to our sponsors. Mm-hmm. And they're normally they come in at like five hundred or higher. Yeah, and. Um, we always try to keep, I think we keep the spot something like 50 or $60 for vendors. And that's just for the, uh, for pride. Okay. Normally, a vendor's own, all, all I ask of them is to give a 15 to $20 tax deductible uh, donation to Diversity Arts. Okay. Um, and um, we bring in a food truck for bigger events. We bring in a couple. Uh, there's live music, DJs, mm-hmm. and we're all open. All the studios are open. And what we really like to do is just interact with the community, have more people discover us. They can then come back at any time. We don't keep regular hours, like, only because everybody has a different – some people work full-time at yeah. another job. Some people, this is what we do full-time. So um, – I would put my hours, but sometimes I'm here doing a, a podcast yeah. or I might be doing a mural or whatever. So I don't want to say these are my hours and then somebody comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're more by appointment, but we're all like more than, you know, more than not. If you go there on a Monday through Saturday between like noon and six, somebody will be there. Somebody or other will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh it doesn't hurt to call the uh, the number, uh, 727-313-2250, uh, and I will pick up, and I'll be and I'll check real quick if somebody's there, or I'll be like, come on over, I'm right here. Yeah. Um, so that's really what we hope to achieve, just to keep 
offer a different we're not trying to be downtown st pete mm -hmm. this is there's parking this is very walkable there is much better parking <laughs> <laughs> um and like i said we're growing and you know and in the hopefully in the next year or so there'll be the masteries and they're going to be bringing in more art studios and things like that okay. as well so yeah they're committed to the whole mission of it being wow. an arts they're very invested very invested them. yeah um so that's yeah it's the fourth saturday of every month for the exception of may which will be may 20th for mm -hmm. pride and uh december because that's the third Saturday because it's usually right up on the holiday yeah. and it's just too close. But yeah. you can always check us out online, Pinellas Arts Village. You can go to PinellasArtsVillage.com. It'll have all the links. Yeah. And then I guess other than just showing up, like how can the community make, the, you know, the fourth Saturday art walk, you know, better and better. By supporting whoever's there, you know. Mm -hmm. If you like somebody, a lot of us have retail. So we don't have just original paintings. You can buy a original painting. Personally, in my studio, I have tiny little things that are like 20 bucks all the way to something 1500 or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, or you can get earrings that are made out of my my images yeah. for 15 bucks you can get stickers for four bucks you can get any way that you can support an artist or a vendor that's out there or the food truck um all that money goes back into local economy a lot of times people don't think of artists as small businesses but we are yeah. You know, I have to have insurance. I have to register. I have to pay sales tax, just like any other business. Mm -hmm. I pay rent, you know. Um, so you are, it, it is a way to put money back into your local economy. I think, like, people forget, too, like, when we look at artists, like, when you purchase from an artist, like, that's sometimes putting your, your money, you know, where your mouth is is the mm -hmm. best thing because it's like, you can go up and be like, oh, that art is so beautiful. Like, oh, great, my rent's paid for the day. Like, right. you know, like, it's we, we do sometimes forget. While they love that, they, they probably love the likes and the views on social right. media. They love you coming to their things. Sure. But it's at the end of the day, yeah. It's just we have bills like, just like you. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. we got to buy $8 eggs. Like, right. <laughs> you know? And guess so, what? Guess what? Target's still going to be open if you don't go and you buy that. $40 mass produced print when you can get something from an artist that only you have or very few people have. Yeah, I, I just think sometimes supporters forget that if you have like the extra, you know, few bucks and you love that sticker or you love that. And most sticker, of the time, yeah. it, it's not, even on something larger, most of us artists are willing to work with you mm -hmm. to make that happen if you love it enough. Yeah. If you really love something, I'll do payment installments i might give you a little disc you know whatever whatever works yeah best you know yep i mean i wish we could do also like more bartering like are there any dentists out there that want to give me <laughs> dental work for for art because honestly like, like the way things are going we might oh, be coming to that like really? you know i'll deck out your whole office yeah so I just, I think we forget that sometimes when we're talking about supporting local, you know, yes, the likes on getting people out there yeah. and, but like, I mean, think about the yeah. things that we spend money on, you know, you go to, you get your, you get your hair done, you get, mm -hmm. I go and get my nails done. Like that's not yeah. cheap. My sister still owes me a set of nails for Christmas. There you go. You know, it's so there's a lot of things that it's like, oh, I bought this painting Maybe I won't get my nails done for an extra week yeah. this this month or so. You know, there are, we buy crap that sits on a shelf constantly. I do it. Mm -hmm. Like I see something on Amazon, which I know is the enemy, but it's so easy. I get a lot of my retail uh, supplies for it yeah. so easily. Um, and I'm like, oh, I, I absolutely need this. And then, like, two months later, I'm like, I haven't even used it. I have this juicer that I was like, I should just get rid of this at this point. Honestly, you should try giving Juicy a try. I have. This is my second <laughs> juicer. 
you have to like buy out half the produce department yeah. to get like it's two glasses. Lot. The cleanup is a lot. It's it's. Yeah, I it like it when I do it. I just don't yeah. use it enough. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, there are so many things that if you really love a piece of art, there's no reason to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. There's no reason. Unless like the money like really isn't there. Well, like, no, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I'm talking about like. Mo like I said, most people have things that are $50 and under, and we mm -hmm. throw that away. You can't go to McDonald's without being 30 bucks. Yeah. Wendy's right now is like the most expensive fast food chain. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yep. That happened. Yeah. So maybe I'm not going to have Wendy's today, and I'm going to have this piece of art forever yeah. that I love. So. Yep. I just think consumers like really do forget that sometimes. They're like, oh, I like your post. I'm like, yeah, I paid my rent. Thank yeah. you. You know. No. I want to quickly, if I can, just yes. shout out to the other artists at the studios. I it. think I stopped at Gianna. I'm making my way in my head around the hallway. Go for it. So we have Jenica, who has Jenica's Fantasy, and that's C-S-E-A, and she makes all uh, beach-inspired work. She works with seashells, and she makes these beautiful mermaid crowns. Okay. Um, we have Urban Dog Studio, which is Full service pet photography studio. It's so cute. Yeah. I like wish like my dog would behave. But, like... They don't have to behave. They're amazing. Like, Trust me. Boogie I'm... was not behaving on on Saturday and we got some awesome shots. They're amazing. I might um, try it because she's just crazy. So if they can do it, like Absolutely. And they and you can get it can be like family, like you guys okay. with your pet. It can be they do headshots. They they do full but that's their specialty. It's like, is, yes. And it's cool because we get to see all kinds of rare animals every yeah. now and then that they bring in from rescues oh. and stuff like that. Um, and then we have Eric Z. Goodnight, who uh, does very, how would I put it? It's very graphic work. Lots of big butt girls. Mm -hmm. It's kind of his aesthetic. Uh, but looks, they're super cute. Yeah. I, keep, I have like $80 worth of stickers from him. Yeah. I'm not even ashamed. I keep trying. I know he's like, going to be like, I'm nagging, but I keep trying to get him to, and I know it's not cheap. I keep picturing his girl stickers mm -hmm. as like car air fresheners. <gasps> and they would smell like the one with the banana would smell like banana. The one with the pizza would smell you like, I, would put that I in don't my know car. who would smell pizza in their car, but. I would just the novelty of it. I I think it would. I want a sexy pumpkin smelling. There one, you go. For, and I for, want a Starbucks smelling. For fall, one. you can have the pumpkin spice big butt girl. Get working on that. So, <laughs> so he does. You know, and he does kind of comic type work mm -hmm. as well. He's amazing. And then we have Emily Steele, who is our three D artist, fiber artist, and she does amazing pieces out of just upcycled like. Like any box that's in your pantry, if you look up close to her art, you can see that the little strips are woven or made out of that kind of stuff. And we have Autumn Angel, who is Raise Your Vibe Soul, and she's very mystical. She's Native American, and she does crystals and dream catchers and, you know, sages and stuff like that. And then we have Terry Scopoliti who's a photographer and his main thing with the photographer, he, he photographs Barbies oh. and like uh, sort of like fashion dolls and action dolls in different scenarios. But he does all different, you know, but that's kind of his thing. Interesting. Yeah. So I didn't want to leave anybody out. Very, very, like varied group of yeah. artists. Yeah. You know, it's it's all very different. And I think yeah. sometimes with, like, galleries where there's artists, it just kind of is, like, Yeah, it, the... it's never boring. It's always something yeah. different from room to room. And there's something kind of for everybody. Yeah. I mean, you're bound to, like, at least one or two of our artists. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It'd be hard to, like, walk through there and, like, be like, I don't like any of them. Right. And then in the front room, we do special... Uh, not every month, but sometimes we do special exhibits or we bring in guest artists and we do classes and stuff like that. So, so they're really, you guys all like really are doing a lot down there. Oh, and yeah. I, I think sometimes just because, again, like what we view Pinellas Park as, mm -hmm. um, like people like forget that you guys are doing a lot of really cool stuff down mm -hmm. there. Yeah. They're doing a lot of cool stuff down We're there. We're doing guys. lots of cool stuff. Come and see us. 5663 Park Boulevard. 
I feel like I've just been so nice to the community for like the past year that we've been doing this. Yeah. And now I'm just like gonna go to like my bossy stage where Ooh. I'm like, no, you're gonna do this. Yeah. Like I'm really bossy at work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's like I guess I should. I get we get stuff done. Yeah. You know, it's bossy. You have to be. <laughs> like, Sometimes you have to be. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially in this day and age. Okay. So then I guess my last question that I always have, like really specifically for artists, is if you had to paint one last painting, and this Ooh. could be because you've you've passed, you're you're retiring, you're putting down right. your paintbrush, who would receive that last piece? Oh wow. Who would receive that last piece? This is gonna be so corny. That's okay. I love corny. I guess my husband, because it would be like a goodbye kind of. Yeah, and he supported you all these years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he would deserve it most than anybody. Yeah. If I were going to pick like a famous person and he were still alive, I would pick Prince, of course, because mm -hmm. he's my biggest inspiration. And not like even necessarily visually, but just being mm -hmm. a free spirit yeah. and creative. Yeah. So it's no secret I'm a freak as i keep getting him tattooed on myself for go me. for it yeah go for it i love that well thank you so much thank for you this is fun i like really have kind of wanted to like talk to you like a little bit more one yeah like, well we're always that. like I running know. into each other and it's like we're all I'm busy like, like, i really want to like dive into that mind yeah. you know so it's nice to just get you to kind of like it's always sit. during events and stuff yeah. so it's we're hard all, to like, everyone's running around yeah like you know like you get interrupted and stuff like that. So it was, it was really nice to like sit down and like Likewise. really talk to you. Likewise. Yes. Yay. Thank you. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we have with our local artists and businesses. For some fun behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning St. Pete.